When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is Hemp Present. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp Present, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. I greatly enjoy hearing from you, the listener. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Corey Yellen, who hails from Victoria, BC, Canada. In July of 2011, Corey was diagnosed with anal cancer and given two to four months to live. Using only cannabis oil, Corey was able to completely eradicate the cancer. Since that time, she's been on a mission to help others do the same. She works tirelessly, 10 to 12 hours per day, speaking to hundreds of people weekly from around the world, and claims to have participated in saving over 1,500 lives to date. Corey speaks at conferences internationally and is considered a leading expert in the field of cannabinoids and cancer. The Worldwide Cannabis Awards recognized Corey in 2020 for her efforts, giving her the Activist of the Year Award. Additionally, she co-hosts her own radio show, Cannabis Health Radio, interviewing patients from around the world who share their stories of using cannabis to overcome their various health issues. But don't take my word for it. She's here with me now. Welcome, Corey, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian. Corey, your story is so profound. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours. I've listened to your amazing show. Uh, let's begin with how and when you were initially first introduced to cannabis. When did you begin your relationship with the plant? <laughs> well, I had a little bit of a relationship, but we broke up <laughs> in, uh, in my late teens, uh, early 20s. I uh, smoked cannabis, but I was one of those people that started getting really paranoid all the time, so it wasn't any fun. So I quit. Uh, I had lots of friends who smoked cannabis. It didn't bother me, but um, I, it just wasn't for me because paranoia wasn't a party. Got it. Yeah, it makes some people self-conscious and uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I would get super, super paranoid. So um, then, of course, I received this diagnosis, and... Uh, my sister sent me the video run from the cure and I could see it was an hour long and I thought I knew everything there was to know about, you know, uh, natural ways of dealing with cancer. So I just kind of sighed and, uh, then she, uh, uh, called me and said, have you listened to it? And I said, no. So I sat down to, uh, listen to it and, uh, thought I'd do five minutes a day and started listening to it. And, uh, thought this made a whole lot of sense but so my initial introduction to cannabis was back then as a teen and then nothing until uh 2011. 
So let, let's back up. In, in May of 2007, you suffered a heart attack and you underwent double bypass surgery that left you with chronic debilitating pain for which you were prescribed an array of pharmaceutical pain medications. Can you just briefly touch on that experience? Sure. I was my own pharmacy. Oh my gosh. It was horrific. Um, so I had something called post-sternotomy syndrome. Uh, and I also had a malaligned sternum. Uh, so it was excruciatingly painful. Um, I was on tons of medication. I was on 10 to 15 Tylenol three a day, dilated, Percocet, morphine, Oxycontin, opium, you name it. I had all, it. all addictive pharmaceutical all addictive drugs, pharmaceuticals. And I, you know, I was taking these 10 to 15 Tylenol three a day, and then everything else on top of that and sleeping pills. And it was barely touching the pain. And I would just have incredibly horrible days. I couldn't wait for night to come so I could go to sleep. I'd take my sleeping pill. I'd wake up two hours later, racked in pain. I'd sit on my patio, rocking back and forth, crying till the morning. And then I'd go, okay, I made it through another night. And that was my existence for almost five years, day in, day out. That was it. And then four years later in 2011, you were diagnosed with anal cancer. And after uh, surgery that was not successful in removing all the cancerous tissue, your doctors recommended radiation treatments, telling you that the area you needed radiation in was, quote, the worst area of the body to radiate. And you were told you had two to four months, possibly six months to live. That must have been traumatic for you to hear. Well, the whole thing was traumatic. The surgery was just diagnostic. And... Uh, when I went in, I took two people with me, wanted to make sure that I heard everything correctly. So yeah, he looked at me and he said, well, you know, this is the worst part of the body to treat. Uh, we're going to hit your coccyx and your pubic bones. So you'll have bone deterioration. Uh, we're going to try not to hit your spine. <laughs> and then he said, it just looked at me very matter of factly. And he said, oh, you'll have second and third degree burns vaginally rectally, paraanally, your vagina will probably fuse shut. Oh, your rectum will probably fuse shut too. But if that happens, don't worry about that. We'll just take you up to the operating room and dilate you. And I remember in that moment thinking, I don't uh -uh, think so. Like, holy cow. So um, he wouldn't give me straight answers on pain control. And he would not give me straight answers on long-term side effects. Okay. And even though I repeatedly asked him, I told him that I wanted some time to think about this. I didn't even mention alternative treatments, let alone the C word cannabis. Um, he got up. He, he told me I had a death wish that I had two to four months, six on the outside and walked out. Wow. And, yeah. And we all just sat there and for about two minutes. And then my girlfriend looked at me and she said, well, I guess we're done here. So we went upstairs to the library and there wasn't a lot on anal cancer, but what there was blew me away because what was the number one cause of anal <laughs> cancer? Radiation. Which he wanted to give to you. Which they wanted to give to me. Wow. So, yeah. And so at some point around this time, uh, that you were told of your dire prognosis, you were introduced to a video by Rick Simpson, who's been a guest on this show, 
uh, a video called Run From The Cure. What did you think when you first watched Run From The Cure? I was pretty blown away because first of all, this was a, it was a Canadian. I could relate to it, okay? This wasn't somebody halfway around the world. This is a guy from Nova Scotia, okay? And um, I, I mean, initially when I watched the video, Vivian, I was just gonna watch five minutes a day. Like this was just a duty when I started watching it to get my sister off my back. And I started watching and it went, oh my gosh, this really makes sense. So I watched the whole thing. And then I watched it again. And then I found an uh, internationally known physician friend of mine who lives in Italy. And I said to him, Danielle, what do you, what do you know about this? And he's like, oh, Corey, we've been treating cancer with cannabinoids for years. And that, that was the start of the journey. I did nothing but research it for two or three weeks, day in, day out. That's all I did. And I was stunned by the sheer amount of evidence out there, studies, et cetera, on cannabis and cancer. And in the end, I decided that's what I was gonna So what did your treatment regimen consist of? Did you make your own oil? And if so, can you describe the process? <laughs> oh, the whole thing was like, I was like Alice in Wonderland, Vivian. <laughs> I mean, seriously, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I, went to my doctor first of all and I had two GPs that shared an office and uh, this was the female GP and you know I said to her that I wanted a prescription to get cannabis and she looked at me and she said it's against my religion if you can oh. believe that and she said the other doctor might sign but I don't know I don't think so so I thought crap because you needed a you know something like that so I went to the compassion club they said no can do uh, however, they suggested the Victoria Cannabis Buyers Club. So I took the documentation that I had, which, you know, clearly indicated that I had terminal cancer and they took me on. So I went through a um, orientation process and thought, wahoo, and got up to the counter and said, yeah, I'd, I'd like to buy some cannabis oil, please. And the fellow looked at me and he said, we don't have that. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have that? And he said, we don't carry that sort of thing. And so I remember this incredible, overwhelming feeling of despair and panic because I felt like I found the answer and that if anything was gonna save me, it was gonna be this. And now I'm being told we don't even have it, okay? And this was before the Facebook pages on cannabis oil and stuff. I was completely on my own. So, um, <laughs> we decided to make it. Um, so I had a bunch of friends. Uh, we all got together. I was on disability, so I didn't have any extra dollars and they all, you know, chipped in a bit, bit of money. And we got this two ounces of cannabis the first time we got it. And we all watched uh, the video on phoenixtears.ca on how to make it. And then we had printed instructions as well. And they'd all read it, you know, on how to not blow each other up. And we made this cannabis oil in the backyard of uh, my friend's house. And did you use uh, a rice cooker? Yeah, this was like, we're, we're going back, you know, when that's all that was available. And that was all the information out there. So I used a rice cooker and I used uh, isopropyl, 99% isopropyl. Mm -hmm. And um, made this tiny bit of cannabis oil. 
And I remember Vivian, you know, looking at this syringe with this black crop in it thinking, I remember saying out loud, this is going to save my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, evidently it did. So that, that was the start. Fascinating. Um, and so did, did you do like the grain of rice, uh, you know, a little grain of rice dab of oil and put it under your tongue? I mean, how did you, how did you take okay. it? Well, first of all, keeping in mind, I am the queen of paranoia on pots. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was absolutely terrified the first time I took oil. Oh my gosh. I was Yeah, because you're taking a concentrated dose of it, right? Yeah, me who gets paranoid smoking and hadn't done it for years. So like we're talking, shoot, I guess we were talking about almost uh almost 40, 35 years. Anyway, um I had a friend, you're gonna laugh. I had a friend stay with me for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I did your it. Coach, your coach, right? My coach. And then I'm like, okay, I think I'm gonna live. You know, and um I didn't even feel that I took such a tiny amount the first time. I don't even think I took that half a grain of rice size. I think it was more like a little pinhead. But anyway, um, I started with that and slowly started upping it and would do it three times a day. And uh eventually. I got the bright idea and I don't remember whether it was an, you know, Yellenville bright idea or whether I saw it, came across it somewhere of doing it rectally. But back then there wasn't a lot known about rectal application. Like there were no Facebook groups where you could get all this information back then. And uh, so I did suppositories. So in 90% of cases, people who do suppositories don't get high. If you don't push it in too far. That's the thing. And of course, I didn't have that knowledge. So I was still trying to put it up. I was still trying to put it up in my throat. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, of course I got high. Okay. Higher than a kite. But um, anyway, that's what I did oral. And uh, I do it three times a day, uh, six in the morning, two in the afternoon, 10 o'clock at night. And uh it was only 10 days in when people started seeing a difference in me. Now I had some friends that were very supportive and I had some friends that were looking at me like I had a third eye. Okay. And one of the people that was kind of looking at me like I had a third eye, I saw him 10 days later, he walked past me. He didn't even recognize me because I was this crumpled up little old lady, like just in so much pain. And when he saw me, he's like, oh my God. And he's like, you even look different. And in 10 days, Vivian, I went from all of those pharmaceuticals to half a Tylenol three. That is amazing. Uh, I got to go to a quick break. I'm talking to Corey Yellen about her amazing journey to health. We're going to take a quick break, come back for our second segment. So don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Corey Yellen. So, Corey, uh, you've been telling us your amazing story. Um, a- after six months of your self-treatment with cannabis oil, you went to see your cancer specialist, and you were told that there was no detectable cancer visible. Is that, is that right? And, and if so, what did that moment feel like for you? Well, it was actually a year. I waited okay. a year. I, I, I um, see. Okay, back in the day, it was all about you were supposed to do 60 grams of oil in 90 days. Well, I had got nowhere near that. I had got nowhere near a gram a day, and I certainly hadn't done 60 and 90. So again, because there wasn't any more information on it, I thought, well, you know, I hadn't done it right, so it couldn't have worked. But finally, yeah, I, I kind of dragged myself into the doctor's office, and he examined me, and he got a really weird look on his face, and he examined well, me. You second. were supposed to be dead by then. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, he knew I was doing oil. This guy, okay, he had he had uh, given me his blessing for doing oil. He said, "I know nothing about it, but I'll support. I support you 100 what you're doing." So then he interviewed or interviewed. He examined me a second time, and he still looked really weird. And he said, "I'm sorry." And he, inter- he looked at me again, and he said, "It's gone. It's completely gone." And I was like blown away and I was convinced, like I was crying um, and he looked pretty emotional. And he said, I just want you to to want to take you into the OR and do some biopsies just to make sure. Um, And he even wrote on my report to my GP that had he not known that I had had cancer, you would have never known. There was no scar tissue, there was nothing. So when he's going to do these biopsies, I'm thinking, well, there's still going to be some rogue cells or something. Um, but there was nothing. There was no dysplasia. Absolutely nothing. It was 100% clear. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. And, and, and like, how, many, how many years free of cancer do you have now? Do you know that in November, it will be 10 years? I just had a scan not a month ago, and I'm still clear. That's just, that is just so amazing. I'm just so happy for you. Um, you had also applied cannabis oil topically to two spots of skin cancer you had on your collarbone, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And what, and what happened then? They went away pretty fast. Uh, one of them did come back, consistently come back. And in the end, I did have that taken out surgically just because it kept coming back. Sometimes some skin cancers can be really uh, uh, finicky. And it, what would happen would it would rise it to the surface and it would slough, but then it would rebuild again. And, and I tried oil after oil, different types of oil, et cetera. And sometimes with these squamous skin cell, skin cancers, they can be a little weird. If you're familiar with Dr. Bob Malamede, he, he one of his... Uh, ex-girlfriends had the same issue, and it can be a bit of a thing but when I applied them topically initially that like well the one just disappeared just like that and has been has stayed gone 
Wow. Um, do, do you, are you on a maintenance regimen with, with cannabis oil or? Yes. Yeah, I am. I, I don't miss a day. Well, I don't miss a night. I take it every night. Um, I would say I take about the size of two to three rice grains worth. And you probably have adjusted now and you probably don't really feel it, right? I don't feel it. No, no. So you're now an advocate for others going through similar health challenges. Can you talk about the work that you do to support people seeking alternatives to chemotherapy and radiation for the treatment of cancer? And I, I assume people seeking relief from other conditions as well. Yeah, I get um, messages and calls from literally all over the world. Um, to give you an idea, I have over 700,000 email right now. And I'm never- what? Yeah. No wonder it took you a while to get back to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to, I'm just never going to get to them all. So um, basically what the role that I play is this. Uh, first of all, I talk to them about cannabis oil, the way cannabis works, some of the things they can expect, how to dose it properly, because we've it's evolved so far and it's evolving every day. Um, I also talk to patients about the part that uh, their emotional health, their state of mind, um, and their diet can play mm -hmm. as well. Um, I also pe point people in the right direction of where to find quality oil, where they're not going to be scammed and where I've seen it work over and over again. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of scammers out there. Um, and the other thing I do is try and support them through the process as much as possible. I remember that when I went through this, it was an extremely lonely experience. Um, and so I try and try and just support people through it, check in with them. How are you doing? It gets overwhelming because I've got so many people now, um, but I try to do that as much as possible. But I'll have people reach out with uh, everything from cancer to um, uh, PTSD to fibro to seizures, diabetes, uh, obesity, like you name it. So, you know, I've seen people who kind of think that they can continue the diet and lifestyle, which probably contributed to their cancer and just add some cannabis oil. And they think that it's going to be a magic fix. Um, but it's, it's not as simple as that, right? Well, it's not a magic fix, unfortunately, but there's no such thing as a magic fix. I would say that cannabis oil has uh, an 80% success rate as opposed to chemo that has 3%. But if you don't change the things that put you in that place in the first place, it's just going to come back. Yeah, you, you have to create an environment so the cannabis oil can do its work, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I mean, I had a bit of a head start that way, Vivian, and that, you know, you're not going to come in my house and find cake mixes and cookies and Campbell's soup and craft dinner. And I have a little garden outside that I cram as much into as possible. Um, I, there are people out there that would tell you vegan, alkaline, organic diet. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, when I talk to people, I say, this is a um, holistic approach, mind, body, spirit your emotional health is really important too. So I'm a big one about the diet has to fit the person, mm -hmm. okay? Um, within reason, okay? It's like, you know, I'll talk to people about everything in moderation, okay? Um, 
So, but but don't be taking a bunch of known carcinogens into your body, right? No, exactly, exactly. Like uh, you know, I talked to them about the two worst things are sugar and processed foods. Mm-hmm. Cancer absolutely thrives on love sugar. sugar. Yeah, it's almost, fungus. All, almost all cancers are sugar burning. Yeah, you know. So, and and those people when they're craving sugar, it's their cancer screaming to be fed. And, and we live in, in societies where sugar is, is put in almost every processed food imaginable known to humankind. Yeah, even when you don't- No wonder there's so much cancer out there, right? Yeah. Well, if you even, Vivian, think about people eating French fries and how much ketchup they put on it. Ketchup, the amount of ketchup, sugar- Ketchup, which is full of sugar. It's, the, it's incredible. It's like, a, like something like a quarter, third of a cup of sugar or two thirds of a cup or something. It's yeah. crazy. Yep, yep. You know, and that's, that's just one food. Well, we only have a, a couple minutes left in this segment. Uh, the Worldwide Cannabis Awards recognized you in 2020 for your efforts awarding you the Activist of the Year Award. How did that feel to be honored for your contributions and your advocacy? Honestly, I was stunned. I was stunned that I won it. Um, most of the, um, it was out of Europe. It was centered out of Europe. And, um, and there were some pretty well-known names on there, including Rick Simpson. And, um, <laughs> I, um, I apparently got 56.9% of all of the votes for wow. all of the candidates. So what a great was, testament to all of your work. It was extremely humbling. It was, yeah, it was very, very, very touching. Yeah. And so this is pretty much what you do now, right? <laughs> it's my life, Vivian. I do this... <laughs> Literally seven days a week from about four or five in the morning till 10, 10 30 at night, seven days a week, every single day for 10 years now, just under 10 years. Wow. We only have about 30 seconds to the next break, but you hear from people whose lives you probably saved, right? Yes. I, yeah, I do. That's what that's it's all best. about, right? That's the best. That's what keeps me going. Corey Yelland is my guest. We're going to take another break and come back with our final question. So see you in a minute. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back for the final segment with Corey Yelland. Uh, Corey, while we still have a few minutes left to talk, uh, first of all, I want to say I've listened to your radio show. It's just, it's so powerful. Um, How can people follow your work? And is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? 
Sure. Well, if they want to check out our show, it's www.cannabishealth, like healthy, cannabishealthradio.com. Our show is uh, strictly about interviewing patients who have uh, health conditions and have used cannabis oil or cannabis to overcome them. Um, if they want to reach out to me, they can do so via that venue or via my Corey G.A. Yelland page on Facebook. Um, one of the things I really want to leave listeners with is this. A number of people that approach me are very afraid of cannabis and they're afraid of cannabis because they're afraid that they're going to be high. I'm here to tell you that you do not need to be high to do cannabis oil. 95% of the people I clear do a regime of suppository morning, suppository afternoon, oral dose at night. The oral dose is taken 45 minutes before they go to bed. It takes an hour to two hours to kick in. They sleep through the effects. In the daytime suppositories, so the statistic is that in 90% of cases, people who do suppositories don't get high. I've only ever once talked to somebody who got high that way. Okay, so when I've got these young moms with breast cancer or whatever, they can't be gorked out of their skulls looking after babies, and they don't have to be. Nobody needs to be high to do this. The youngest patient I worked with was two months old. The oldest was 86. I can assure you in neither of those cases were they high. And do you, what do you think is the, other than, than the issue of people being high, what do you think is the, the, the biggest misconception out there about cannabis as medicine? Uh, that it's for druggies, that, mm -hmm. that you're going to get addicted, uh, that you're, uh, if you're a Christian, that God wouldn't want you doing this. Well, cannabis is in the Bible. Holy anointing oil, the base of holy anointing oil was cannabis. Right. Yes, that, yes. That uh, Chris, awesome. Chris Bennett. Chris Bennett, the yes, author Chris from Bennett. Canada, has done so much great work on that. He's been on this show. He's lovely. Yeah. And makes me think of your doctor who said it was against her religion. I'd like to think, but what religion is that, man? Baha'i. You know, yes. Yeah. Wow, something else. Uh, well, Corey, I just you know want to commend you for all the great, amazing work that you have been doing, and thank you so much for uh, taking time out to your busy schedule, helping people uh, to be on this this show. Uh, no problem, Vivian. It was it was great. My pleasure to do it. All right, happy trails to you. Thank you. That concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice. Speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. See you next week, and stay strong. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.